This is a Rooster Teeth production. Previously on Face. Oh, I got it. My beard. My beard is all beefy. You have a beard? A beefy beard. Yeah, well, hold beard. on. Let's get into the podcast. Hello and welcome <laughs> to episode 102 of the Face podcast. Yeah. My name is Jeff Ramsey. With me, as always, Andrew Pant and Gavin Free. This is, uh, just for posterity's sake, this is year two, season four. Uh, Andrew, you have a beard? Yeah, I have a beard currently. I don't know what you look like. I, my mental image is never... <laughs> Never right. You need to describe yourself every month just so I've got a good mental yeah. image. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's the same as before. I've short hair. That's that's still the same and I have a beard currently. How long is the beard? Is it like a jack beard? Or no, like a it's like beard? a small. Or? It's not. It's it's a it's a very mediocre beard. It's we not a great beard. Full coverage or is it like trimmed in it's areas? It's full or? coverage, but it's just not like super full. It's not a, a great beard. You don't sound like you have a beard. Yeah. I do. I can tell you, I can smell it right now. I got Bovril in it from the pop, and it is not good. A beefy beer. I will right say now. it smells terrible. Bovril smells worse than it tastes. Yeah, I think I'd agree with in that. In my experience. Having had salad cream prior to that, it being frozen made it so much worse. I had something about the smell and the texture. Not even frozen, just super cold. It wasn't it wasn't frozen at all. What did it do to the texture? Did it make it more congealed? Was it more solid or was it just very cold? It was more congealed. It felt more solid and just it has such a strong taste and it's just so overpowering. That was gross. I hate that we did frozen pops and my favorite beverage of, of cold, my cold, my cold beverage of choice, Coke, was the one that wasn't picked. <laughs> the only my favorite cold thing was the one that was left off. Oh, you know, I, I will say uh, through the course of spending that week in the UK and then uh, going to that community meetup, I, I talked to a lot of people. Uh, Bovril, pretty universally not loved, but every single person to a fault loves salad cream and uh, Branson pickle. Hell yeah. Couldn't say enough good things about them. Yeah, they were very, very popular over there, apparently. I'm so glad I didn't go with Branson Pickle. That was a consideration of one of the ice pop flavors. Frozen Branson Pickle would be very interesting. I wasn't sure if I'd be able to freeze it with its the texture of it and like the contents. I wasn't sure how that would equal out, but salad cream certainly didn't work. <laughs> well, I think we have some new recipes for the face cooks the food. Oh, Jesus Christ. Cookbook when we finally make it. So since oh. we do you want to do you want to ask your questions now since it's fresh in your mind? Another episode, another two guesses for you both? Yeah. Gavin, you can go first. Uh, was this person in fluke face? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. You need to come up with like a list of possible people. Do you have a question, Jeff, that you'd like to ask? Then maybe it will help Gavin with his guess. I can't. It's, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to remember what we've already asked. I want to ask, but I'm scared I've already asked. Okay. If they're related to, if they're like one of the online lawyers, if they're related to that whole segment. I don't, I also don't remember if you've asked that, but I'll just say no, they're not. Okay. Okay. <sighs> I might have to give another clue out with the rate we're currently going. Why don't you? Yeah. Why? You're putting me on the spot. I don't want to just give it away with a clue. I don't trust myself to not give a very, I will say, okay. So a previous question you had asked was, has anybody gotten this correct yet? There have been lots of comments about it. And I said, not fully. That is no longer the case. One person has made a completely correct guess as far as what this is. I'm going to have to sift through comments. So season two. <sighs> Can I tell you my, my, the worst guess that anyone's made so far? Is it the one I made last? No, it's actually <laughs> worse. This is, I'd, I'd be impressed if you, uh, if you had a worse guess than this one. And this was done in a message that was uh, very sweet. So it wasn't like a bit. They just they didn't have an awareness of this. And I didn't know how to reply to it. They guessed that the voice was Norm MacDonald. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? A, dead. B, exceptionally distinctive voice and cadence. Mm-hmm. As a double yeah. layer. It's the worst guess by far. If I was able to get somebody who was dead to do the previously on, could you imagine bringing somebody back to just do a previously on voice? That was why they came back. I mean, the previously on voice, the, the guy sounds like he's got a surfboard in his hands. And really? that's not what Norm MacDonald sounds like. No, no, it does not. But that's been my favorite of the, the worst guesses I've gotten by far. <laughs> so that being said, do you have a guess, Jeff? Is it, uh, is it Billy Ripken? It's not. I wish it'd be a great one, though. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, know it's, I know it's not. It's way too young. I just don't know what else to ask. Yeah, that's fair. Process of elimination. Totally. We should probably write down your questions and guesses throughout this. 
I also appreciate that you went with one that I think you already asked when Nick wrote out a much better guess <laughs> that you just didn't use while you were saying. It. Oh, I wasn't looking at the uh, at the Discord. Let me see. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it sounds too young to be your barber. I considered that as well. Interesting, because your barber is like 105. Uh, no, that was my old one. I got a new guy, oh, new, much okay. younger. I swapped, swapped out. Gav, do you want to ask a question? You still, or you can still make a guess. Uh, was it a delivery driver that you've had in the past? No, it's not. Mm. I thought you already guessed too. That's how much these popsicles have taken out of me. No, I asked a question. I don't think. Uh, I guessed. Okay, he didn't, he didn't make. I'm a guess. still, I'm still gathering from that. Oof. So Jeff went to the UK. What did you do, Gavin? Since we last recorded, I was just here. You were just here. We played Halo. We did play Halo. It was very weird. Gavin brought up that it's because you were in the UK, Jeff, that it's the first time I think we've not recorded an episode because you were like it wasn't him. So him just being available for the week. It's a very strange thing. Like it's an odd rhythm to get out of. It's nice when we're weekly. Usually when Jeff's gone and I'm still here, I get pulled into off topic or something. But that didn't happen. I'm not sure Achievement Hunter knew that face was off. But yeah, I ended up just having a free period where I just played Halo with you. I was, I did my taxes. We had an exciting, well, you were away, Jeff. We <laughs> yeah. had so much fun. Gavin did nothing and I filed taxes. I was waiting for you to get home from your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you guys really took advantage of, of the problem. I was very excited to see you texted me, Jeff. You were down watching The Challenge, one of my favorite reality shows of all time. Up yeah. there with Survivor. Yeah, I, uh, I started watching it. Uh, I don't remember why. I think we were just in the hotel room and bored and it was on. And I was like, fuck it, let's give this a shot. And I've, I honestly forgot about it until this moment. So thank you for reminding me that I need to finish watching that show because I was quite enjoying it. I found that the, uh, the challenges to the challenge, you know, I'll say half of, the, half of the enjoyment of reality TV for me is watching people dis- like just mishandle their lives. The other yes. half of reality TV that I enjoy is... Watching games that people play, like the inventiveness, the creation of the games. It's why I love, uh, it's why I enjoy Big Brother sometimes. It's obviously why I like Survivor. And the challenge has some really interesting, like legitimately physically demanding, uh, maybe more so even than Survivor challenges. And I'm Mm -hmm. kind of fascinated by that. Like they are no joke, the challenges. Yeah, they they get ridiculous. And it's for me, it's a great mix of the social politics of Survivor, but from much dumber, trashier people. Yeah. And then all the same people like there's a guy on there named CT who I think he did his first challenge when he was 27. He's 41 now, I want to say. And he's been on essentially every season. So it's like you have all this buildup of bullshit from like decades. That's also interesting. Like it is it is such a like a like you see people like the season I watched, there's somebody I recognized from Survivor on. So that was cool. Yes. Uh, and there was somebody from Big Brother who I didn't know. But it's cool to see the inner the interplay of of different reality shows. But mostly there seems to be a core group of people who uh, just live in this challenge yes. uh, universe. And it's their entire lives to the point where they're like, they'll, I, I, interesting dynamics. The first people that get voted out are people that are on the show for the first time. Like the worst thing you can do is be on (laughs) your first season Mm -hmm. of that show. You are instantly gone. They're like, you got to pay your dues. You got to take your lumps. Get the fuck out of here. See you next year. (laughs) And then uh, it's like brutal. They don't even care. They're just like, yeah, it's your first time. Get the fuck out. And for other people, it's like a full-time job. It's like their entire lives. Yeah. It's all they do. And it's it's just, it's an absurd. There's so many great, as it's progressed, it's gotten more into the physical side and it being really challenging. On the earlier seasons, it was just like a giant party where people were fucking up. They had to dye all the vodka because people were smuggling them in their water bottles mm. to do the challenges and just getting drunk like while they were competing. There'd be time where cast members would just like leave and go into the city and they'd have to shut down production for like four days because three of the contestants were just partying in Africa and they lost them. (laughs) And it's now a a much less fun show, but way more serious. It's just dumb. There's so much great pettiness to it. I think dumb is the great way to describe it. It's like if you're not familiar with that show, it's like all the the dumbest people on Temptation Island and Love Island (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but who aggressively want to win a contest, a competition. Yes. Like the, the goal is not to find love. Love is like a byproduct of mm-hmm. uh, apparently getting drunk enough and being available in the night. 
but uh, they, they legitimately want to win these physical competitions. So it's all it's like the it's like the it's like the dumbest meatiest per- people going head to head. It's fucking great. I'm gonna send you a, a post clip. One of I think the greatest edited videos of all time. I've shown this to Eric before. Somebody edited together an argument between two CT who I mentioned and another regular named Wes. Watch this, Gavin. It's like 60 seconds long. I feel like this summarizes the energy of the show fully. It's a fantastic breakdown. All right, I'm watching this. Should we watch this right now? Yeah, yeah, let's play it. Is this guy hammered? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is what the show is. It's just aggressively screaming. (laughs) (laughs) All he does is smash heads. (laughs) (laughs) Is this as is in the show? Like how it was edited? Uh, No, this is somebody did this. It's unfortunately censored when you see it live, but just die, die, die. <laughs> the timestamps are so funny. <laughs> Man, I hope they ran that as a trailer. So a great thing about CT is he was banned for like six seasons because he kept fighting people. <laughs> he fucked the guy up like they couldn't. It took like seven security guards to hold him back. And he just annihilated the tiniest guy on the cast. But he's back now. He's now a lovable character. Which one was CT in that clip? CT was the die, die, die guy. <laughs> die, die, die. The other guy is a bad guy on the season I'm watching. Yes, uh, and he's always been a bad guy. He's been like okay. a bad guy forever. One of my favorite, I mean, not to go too deep on the challenge, my favorite like petty dumb thing is there is this issue where a woman had a note left in her bed saying that I know you're just sleeping with him for his vote or something like that. And it caused all this drama. And then the notes started getting left out throughout the whole season. They're like, who the fuck is leaving notes? And like, they're trying to, they have, they made everybody write down one of the messages to try to like match the writing. And then somebody revealed that him and his sister wrote all the notes before they came on. Like he had his sister write them. So it wouldn't match anybody. And they were just generic messages that he wanted to (laughs) apply throughout the season. So like, it wasn't aimed at anyone specific. He just had this bag of notes that he could deploy and it caused complete chaos in the house. It's fantastic. It's a great series. I would highly recommend anybody watch the challenge, especially the earlier seasons of it. The other night I watched Being John Malkovich, which I hadn't seen in a long time. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen it. I've always yeah. wanted to. I hear it's so good. It's, I mean, it's weird. It's pretty good. Yeah. I was watching it and I was like, this is so weird. I wonder how this, I wouldn't know what to do if I was hard of hearing right now. Because there's a bit where basically one woman is in love with Cameron Diaz but only when Cameron Diaz is inside John Malkovich. <laughs> so they like meet up, but only when she's in Malkovich. And it's, at one point they start having sex and like different people are talking. Like you can hear Cameron Diaz and you can hear John Malkovich and you can hear the other woman. And I was like, what the hell is going on? What, what are the subtitles doing right now? And I just turned <laughs> on the subtitles and I just laughed my ass off. <laughs> just says unzipping and then just both character names voting. I was like, yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> sure it would be honestly the most confusing movie to watch without one of your senses i i recommend watching it though so it's, it's weird as shit i'll add it to my list i need to watch uh the long kiss goodnight that's Girl, high on my queue now that's a great movie <laughs> we were that, that's that, a terrible that's, movie that's a great movie you talk about it's a uh uh what's her face and uh samuel jackson's in it too right yes so I haven't seen it. Rennie Harlan is my favorite schlock director of all time. <laughs> I don't think he's ever made a genuinely good movie, but he makes really fun, bad movies, like consistently. Is it Gina Davis who's the... Yeah, I think that's that? right. Yeah. She's like a sleeper agent or something. <laughs> and she doesn't realize... She's like chopping up the vegetables, and then she's like a fucking badass. She doesn't realize... Oh, that was a... I saw that movie in the theater. I haven't seen it since, so maybe it doesn't hold up after 30 years, but I remember loving it. I'm excited to see it. Eric is live. Why, why are we... Should I... They click this. Well, let's watch Eric. Watching Eric. <laughs> uh, I wanted to show you guys. I didn't oh! want to put it in the chat, but I got the shirt. Are Anal we? Uh, passage. Are Are we good to go? Can I send? Can I send that? Yes. Okay. Yes. All I right. think that's yes! good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I just wanted. To Hell make sure. yeah. Uh, so just Hell for people yeah. at home, just so you know, because we can't put it in. The, we can't put it in the chat. This is yeah, the Anal Passage it. shirt. That's a great point. That's yeah. a sneak. I That's fully proof. Okay, cool. So I'll I'll let them know to send it. By the time you listen to this episode, I don't know if you can still get the shirt. You can try. It, but I'm sure you can. <laughs> uh, but the Anal Passage shirt uh, is was on sale and is now probably gone. So I hope you enjoyed. Fantastic. <laughs>
When are we? Is that going up tomorrow at noon? So when, when is? Yeah, the, wait. Uh, people are only going to be able to buy it without before the podcast came. Yeah, out? Yeah, I think they're. <laughs> Let me read you the description for the shirt, which I've lifted okay. from the annual pass shirt. Uh, <laughs> theme parks are opening their gates, and the scent of fresh chili dogs <laughs> hangs in the air. It's anal passage season, and that means it's time to grab a new AP marquee tee to celebrate the most wonderful time of the year. Listen to episode 101. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. That's going to be a great little Easter egg for people that find it. Oh, man. Yes. I was worried in between episodes that Jack would be genuinely mad at that one. <laughs> well, and then you said, Don't it's going it. <laughs> to come look. out and release before he could react to it. Like, it sounds like that shirt will be available tomorrow. What is it selling? Doesn't matter, I guess. I released a fucking a f face shirt of him with his dumb bald head that was up for like four days and then told him he could get revenge on me whenever he wanted to and he's too lazy to do it. So I wouldn't worry too much. Even if he is mad, he's just going to stew in his own juices. He's not going to do anything about it. <laughs> um, so so this will go on sale. At the time of this recording, it'll go on sale tomorrow. At the time of you listening to this episode, it will have already been on sale and you can no longer get it, I assume. Um, we assume. Yeah. Say, so, hey, if, if we're on the subject of, of shirts, can I bring something up real quick? That, uh, of yes. Course, me and Andrew were in the uh, yeah. merch. We were in the merch meeting uh, earlier today, and um, we got the numbers for the regulation listener and comment lever shirts, and they did, they did well. However, one did way better than the other, though. Regulation listener did like five times the numbers that content or that, that comment lever did. And I need people to really take a long, hard look at themselves if they're a regulation <laughs> listener or a comment lever, because I have a feeling there were a lot of people who bought regulation listener shirts who are truly comment levers. I have mm. absolute proof of this where it on the, the face Twitter account. Just to, as a joke to myself, like it was, we tweeted, are you a regulation listener? Or are you a comment lever? And a lot of people, like the first five were all like, I'm right. I'm a regulation listener. And it's like, Not I don't anymore. think you understand no, how this works. They yeah, don't. You've, you've, you need to buy the other shirt. If you go on the subreddit, <laughs> it's like these people who like jump through these hoops on... Well, I'm leaving a comment here, but it's not on the show. So really, I'm a regulation listener. And it's like, no, you're leaving a comment on yeah, something from the show. you left a comment on a... <laughs> your comment lever. You've left a comment. The joy in my head of this entire premise is, you know, like if you're in an audience or whatever, it'd be like, everybody who's a comment lever say, like there'd be like a big response. Everybody who's a regulation listener, just nothing. That's what's funny to me about it. Like there should be zero response. It should seem like an empty room. I mean, it makes total sense though that the regulation listener sells better because there are more does, people who don't comment. But I don't, th the numbers indicate to me that there is a discrepancy in people that are just not, as Eric said, coming to terms with the fact yeah. that they are in fact a comment leader. It's either people yeah. lying to themselves or they're just confused. Because I think the regulation listener just as itself plays in a really funny way. It's not indicative of anything. It's just you regulation <laughs> listen. Like if somebody saw someone wear that without any context, it, like it means nothing. It means they listen to things, I guess. But there's an absolute comment lever denial happening. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay to be a comment lever. I'm a comment lever. Yeah, I'm way more are. comment lever than yeah. you comment on other stuff, like other people's stuff. Uh, I comment. I've commented on stuff relating to the show. Yeah, yeah, but that's you're on this show. That doesn't count. No, I'm definitely comment lever. I've commented on the show. You can't comment leave your own show. You absolutely can. Yeah, that's a ridiculous but take. That, that that's not weird though. It's weird to leave a comment on someone else's show. That's the whole point of a comment lever, isn't it? I would maybe argue it's more weird to comment <laughs> publicly on a show that I'm on when I don't need to comment <laughs> when I have channels internally to do it. I think. I think it's maybe weirder that I'm doing it. But Eric's whole point was like, who leaves a comment? But me if you're on the show, it makes sense for you to leave the comment. Nah, I don't think it does. If I'm just commenting about it, sometimes, you know, I might just say, hey, good app. Good app. I I'll think we good app in the comments. We need to include people who've never even heard of the show. We need one that's just a shirt buyer. <laughs> <laughs> you want <laughs> you want a shirt that just says shirt buyer like I don't if they think don't that understand works. they don't understand comment lever and regulation listener that it, it like neither apply but they would never buy the shirt <laughs> they need to know to get to the shirt what are you talking about so then they would be so then you have a shirt that says non-shirt buyer no you can't have a shirt that says non-shirt buyer because that's impossible. You're saying, Gavin, like a lost child, they somehow end up in the store and then they don't know what to buy. So they need a shirt that fit. They need to understand the premise like the person you're describing <laughs> doesn't exist. 
They're an impossibility. You find yourself on the, on the Rooster Teeth store and you see two <laughs> options and you think, I don't know what either of those mean, but I'll buy a shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm a shirt buyer. I'm on the site to buy a shirt. Didn't mean to be here, but I'm locked in and committed <laughs> to buying a shirt. I don't know what any of these mean. I guess I'm a shirt buyer. <laughs> I would buy what that percentage? shirt. There'd be like, I would buy that shirt too, but not for the reasons that you're listing. That's an insane <laughs> I logical. Think we, I think we need an option for people who don't listen to the show. And this is why the would we sell a Wait, shirt for people have... who don't listen? What if? All right. What if? Because <laughs> what? How about? I, I agree with you, Gavin, and I'm okay you with agree the shirt. You agree with what? I agree. I think we can tweak it. What if instead of a shirt buyer, what? Because you might want to give it to somebody as a gift, and if you receive a shirt buyer as a gift, you may not be a shirt buyer. What if we just had a shirt that said "shirt wearer"? <laughs> that encompasses everyone. This we have got, This is so insane. Seven billion like, people on Earth all wear shirts. I assume. I feel like it should just. Say we couldn't have. We couldn't have a. Because a wear, if you're wearing a shirt that's a shirt wearer, that's redundant. You're clearly a shirt wearer. It doesn't need wearing to be a shirt that says "shirt" is redundant. No, it's not. Well, <laughs> what do you mean? It's a shirt. It's a shirt. It's a shirt. It's a t-shirt, and it says shirt on. It's, it's a clarification of what it is. Yeah, but you need you need the verb. Yeah, and it, it needs. You can't just have shirt. There needs to be an action on the shirt. Yeah, like comment I lever regulation. You want it. listener? <laughs> Nick, Nick said shirt haver. Shirt haver is a good shirt. Have I'm more okay shirt with that. wearer. I like I like shirt haver because you don't even need to put it on. It works when it's like in your drawer. <laughs> This is so insane. What Let us dumb. know we're absolutely not going to make a shirt haver shirt unless <laughs> there is an overwhelming amount of uh, of uh, demand. No. If you want a shirt no, haver this shirt... Let us you know. can't let us know. You can't let us know because then you'd be a comment lever. This is <laughs> yeah, it's impossible. You can't, There's no way you can't it. Say it. We yeah. can't take the regulation or listeners' word for it because then they become comment levers. <laughs> so then they have to become shirt havers. This is really oh man. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Not only would they not leave a Ugh. comment, they, they won't even hear this because it's not for them. Oh my god. Well, the problem is super complicated. Well, I guess not because they will leave a comment on Instagram and just say it wasn't a comment and just continue as as they exist. How is it not a comment? It's definitely a comment. I think, well, to define a comment, I think it's anything. I think it's just anything. You went somewhere online and typed something. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you want, yeah, I think that's a good classification. I yeah. think, so Nick is saying, uh, is a message a comment like a DM? If you message me about a show, I can't stress enough how you're a comment lever because I don't want to read it. I don't want to see it, but you sure are commenting <laughs> about what we're doing. So absolutely, you're a comment lever. That's almost an extra comment lever because you're getting really pointed and focused with the comment. Yeah, too. that's too focused for a comment. Yeah. I don't like yeah. it. So that's a, that's a no to the uh, shirt buyer. I think let's just try to get through the anal passage okay. and then we'll see what happens. We're, otherwise, we're averaging at one shirt per show. By the time <laughs> this comes out, we'll definitely be through the anal passage. I don't think that's going to be <laughs> well, <maybe. laughs> well, that's great because anal passage will be sold out and some people out there might want to buy a shirt. Sold out is a fun way to say forcefully pulled down. I appreciate your flip of words. Wait, hang on. You're saying that people might want the anal passage shirt, but it's not theirs, so they'll have to buy a shirt haver shirt? Are you yeah, looking to get a, a gift day. for somebody in your life and you're not sure what to get them? Maybe they're hard to shop for. I got news for you. Everybody wears a shirt. And if you have a shirt, you're a shirt haver, go ahead and buy him a shirt haver shirt. It'll be super appropriate. <laughs> Is haver a word? <laughs> what, what do you care? <laughs> 70% of the shit that comes out of your mouth isn't a word. Well, haver, I don't know, is really a word, but haver is, and it's Scottish, <laughs> to talk foolishly. So I think oh. we're really havering. It's perfect. All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll shelf that for now. <laughs> I just really was. Is the Bovril Pop two unifarm inventions in one? Is that the beef bracelet mixed with uh, two spicy ice? Two spicy ice. Is that what that is? Do, do we well, it's uh, do me a favor. Eat some okay. some spicy Thai food or Indian food or something, and then shove that Bov Pop up your asshole. And let me know if it relieves the pain. If it doesn't, <laughs> then it probably doesn't work in that capacity. Okay. But if it does, then yeah. Oh, shirt owner says Nick. Shirt owner. I'm I'm a definite shirt owner. Do you have a to go back to movies for me? You're a beard haver as well. Uh, currently, yeah, that's that's actually correct. I cannot wait for us to be done, and I can have a shower to get the smell of beef just out. <laughs> of, just I need to. 
I need this is so bad. I'm struggling through this. I wonder when that cow was alive. Uh, that's a that's a fascinating question. Do you think that's a pre-pandemic, Bob? I don't you think. I don't think you're talking about a cow. I think you're talking about a couple thousand cows probably comprised into that one pop. Just like a vat of cow chum. Yeah. Yeah. I just ate a field of cow. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you ate half an Argentinian farm. Oh, yeah, Jesus. You ate, you ate elements of lots of cows. Oh, I hate. I've never thought. How many chickens are in like a thing of nuggets? Like a, a, a McNugget box, like a six piece. Yeah. It's a ton. It's a ton. I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse about that. Like if somebody said you just ate ate Larry, I think that's upsetting. But if it's so many, I can't possibly know the name. <laughs> you, you just it's ate Larry personal. as opposed to you just ate Larry and everyone he's ever known. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's too much. It's like when you certain once you hit a certain threshold of numbers, it's like it doesn't matter. It's all the same. I think it's I think it would be worse <laughs> if you knew the chicken's name. Yeah, never ask a chicken's name. <laughs> Word to the wise. Yeah, it's a good tip. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. I love to online shop. It's the main way I shop. Uh, I hate going into the store, dealing with lines. All that is an annoyance, so I shop online as much as possible. But when it comes to checkout, I never have a coupon code ready. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. How it works is imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop immediately. I recently used Honey to save money on clothing. Uh, so many sites I go to though, it's just so much fun to just hit the button, find coupons, save yourself money. It's great. It's a fantastic service. But did you know that Honey doesn't just work on desktop? It works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save it on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid in supporting the show. I'd never recommend something I don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com face. That's joinhoney.com face. You know what sucks is all of the advantages that big businesses have over the little guy, like having more access to funding on top of getting better rates and other privileges reserved for the top dogs. If you run an e-commerce business, you probably feel like it's about time people stop treating e-commerce giants better just because they're bigger. And you're absolutely right. That's why ShipStation gives e-commerce sellers of all sizes access to the same deeply discounted rates usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies. No wonder ShipStation is already trusted by over 100,000 sellers. Terrified of dealing with international shipping? Don't be. ShipStation makes it a breeze to ship anywhere around the world. So scale away, ShipStation can handle it. Saving money while making shipping easier? It's a no-brainer. I mean, with the money I could save, I could send an Armada porta potties to Jeff's house once again. Do a round two. ShipStation doesn't just save you money, but that's a good place to start. You get deeply discounted shipping rates normally reserved for Fortune 500 companies. ShipStation works with over 45 carriers, easily compare rates and delivery times to quickly find the best option every time. Works with over 300 platforms like Amazon, eBay, Etsy, and more to automate processes like fulfillment and tracking, so you can save time managing orders. In fact, 98% of the companies that use ShipStation for a year keep using it for as long as they're in business. Don't let the big guys keep all the good discounts for themselves. Sign up using promo code FACE for a free day 60-day trial today at ShipStation.com and start saving with every shipment. That's two whole months of discounted shipping absolutely free. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in FACE. ShipStation. Make ship happen. This ad is brought to you by Raycon. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of Randy Newman, and it's been great. One of the reasons it's been great to listen to? Because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge, trust me. Raycon offers three sound profiles to match what you're listening to, plus noise isolation and awareness mode, so you can choose to be immersed in sound or be able to hear your surroundings when you need to. Uh, Raycon is a great product, whether you're listening to music or audiobooks, it's fantastic, it's great to go on the go with and they give you eight hours of playtime and 32 hour battery life. Then when you need to charge, it's super easy. You can even do it wirelessly. 
And this is a huge selling point with Raycons. You get the same quality of audio as other premium audio brands, but at half the price. Yes, really. But that doesn't mean they won't last. I've seen people talking about their Raycons falling three stories, getting lost in the rain and snowstorms, and still working afterwards. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 49,000 five-star reviews. Check out Raycon's wireless earbuds. My guess is that you're going to want to leave them a five-star review too. Go to buyraycon.com face today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com face to score 15% off buyraycon.com face. Hey, how's the, how's the, how's the, um, like the kitchen table talk going at your house? You got any, any new, uh, conversations with your mom? No, no, I haven't. I haven't had, I had, she said one thing that was really funny, but I don't know if it plays at all. So I, I talked to my, I've, the friend, it's been guessed a lot, this person, Jake, my friend Jake. It's not Jake. I could tell immediately it wasn't. It's, yeah, it's definitely not Jake, but he, he's brought, it's wild to me that people even know Jake. Like, I don't feel like I've talked about Jake all that much. Uh, Jake will play games and then he will get really angry about things. He'll just scream things. He'll get very aggressive. And uh, he, he, in a fit of rage, I don't remember what I was doing. I, was, I, was, I did something to him and he called my mom a cunt in anger. <laughs> what? And, he, and I, I told her that in conversation. And so we were grocery shopping the other day. I was with her and um, she was going through a tough thing, but she loves babies. Like she was having a bad day. And I noticed that the car next to me there was a baby in it. I was like, oh, look at the baby. And the baby was feeding and it was like drinking out of a bottle. And my mom said, oh, I'm surprised she's not breastfeeding. When you were when you were a kid, they always used to say breast is best. And I mm-hmm. said, uh, I said, that's what Jake says all the time, just for no reason. And then she immediately replied, the only breast Jake is getting is chicken. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't like Jake now because of, because of the. <laughs> because of the and then she like cut a promo and she's like and you can tell him that because i know he called me a, a, a c word and i'm not a fan of that so fuck jake essentially it was just wild i did not expect her to slam jake and she slammed him yes so that's, that's probably she roasted him she absolutely roasted jake so that's the most recent funny conversation i guess i've had with my mom i assume she actually said the phrase c word and not the c word uh, no, she said C-word. She didn't say the actual word. She said the C-word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think your mom has ever said that word out loud in her life? No. If, I, if I've said it to her, if I said it in general, well, no, I guess, never mind. I was going to say she'd think it was a fictitious word. She's very sheltered like when it comes to language and uh, butt yeah. plucks, as established. But outside of that, there's not too many updates with her. Mm. Do you have a favorite bad director, Jeff? The way that I love Rennie Harlan? Favorite bad director. Like, they don't make good movies, but you're a fan of their work. So Rennie Harlan is my guy. He made Die Hard 2, uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight. One of my favorite movies ever, just due to how bad it is. Mind Hunters, fantastic. 12 Rounds with John Cena, one of the great WWE movies. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, like, all he does is schlock. <laughs> I guess it depends on what you consider bad. Like, uh, one of my favorite directors for my entire life, and I, I guess could fit into that category, uh, but I don't think he's a bad director at all. I think he's brilliant. I, and I think what he's doing is brilliant satire. But I would say John Waters, you know, but I think a lot of people will oh. have trouble watching John Waters films, but I'm a huge, sure. huge, huge John Waters fan. He's a great director. Yeah. But I mean, I you know, I, you show Pink Flamingos to to ten people, and ten out of ten are going to say it's a bad movie. It's a tough, yeah. I was so I've seen all of the Alvin and the Chipmunk movies, and in the last one they made, John Waters has a cameo in it, and I don't know who that was for. It was one of the strangest <laughs> cameos I've ever seen. Like Alvin is on the plane, and John Waters is there as John Waters, and it's like you're John Waters, and I'm like, who the fuck? Why is he here? Like, it's great. I love him. That's awesome. He's movie. getting paid yeah. in a kid's like in a kid's movie that came out in like 2016. Like, what is <laughs> why is John Waters? It's sort of like the tuxedo with James Brown. Like, I'd love to know why <laughs> that cameo. Like, what was the choice? That was one of my questions for Kevin Donovan. Still haven't heard back. We're still waiting. Maybe one day. Yikes. I'm sure he's busy. I uh, oh, go ahead, Jeff. I was going to ask Gavin if he had a favorite bad director. Yeah, I couldn't really think of one. Could I? I was saying the. Uh... Like, Brett Ratner sucks, but I've enjoyed yeah. Rush Hour and stuff. Although, nah, like, X-Men 3 was a piece of dog shit. It wasn't even enjoyable. It was. No, it yeah, wasn't. It was fun. not good. Not good. So, 
last episode we had dodge the bov. That was a, that was a big game because this all started because Jeff, you called me out. You said I didn't have the content. I wasn't. I didn't bring anything. So I wanted to make sure I had games for the next time we recorded. We did dodge the bov game one. I got game two for you. This is an exciting <laughs> oh, thing that I came up with. I got to say that one minor throwaway joke I made just to get under your skin at the last minute, right before I shut down the podcast and you couldn't uh, retaliate has really bore fruit. No, I just wanted, I you know what? You made me reflect. So I wanted to make sure I had games for this one as stated. Uh, I'm going to need some assistance immediately. Gavin, what was the name? Do you remember when you'd walk in the snow and you'd see if there are footprints if somebody died? Guess who's dead? Guess who's dead? This is guess who's dead round two. Guess who might be dead? I think it was. Guess who might be dead round two? The movie version. So I was, I was, uh, I don't know. I don't remember where I was, but I I saw online an image for, I guess, Anaconda just turned 25 years old, like within the last two weeks. Great. It's the 25th anniversary (laughs) of that release. And it is a fantastic movie. And so I clicked it. Eric Stoltz eats a bug and then he can't. And then he just disappears from the movie. (laughs) He does. (laughs) But he lives. Yeah. So this was the image they used for the article of Anaconda has turned 25 years old. I'll post it right now. We're an audio show. I will describe it. It is J-Lo reaching out. Not really. Minimal effort, I would say, at this point. And Ice Cube is surrounded by an anaconda screaming in pain. Yeah, yeah. If you were to look at that photo, you would think definitively that there's no way that Ice Cube would get out of that situation. (laughs) Yet he did. He survived. He survives in that movie. So I figured I would take some photo. What was the? I blanked the name of the game. What was the? Look who's dead. dead. Guess who? Guess who might be dead too. I have taken some moments from a movie. I will post the photo. I'll describe the photo. I'll say the character name, say the actor name, and you can tell me if you think that they died or not. Okay. In that scene. In, well, not necessarily in that scene. It's a, it could be maybe later. So they just have to survive the movie or not? Survive the movie or not, but these are all moments in which you look at it, you go, ooh, that doesn't look too good. Maybe they lived. What if a character comes back to life? Does that count as they died? Well, well maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, we'll, we'll encounter that, I guess, when we encounter that. So next one is Deep Blue Sea is the film. The character's name is Jim Whitlock, played by Stellan Skarsgård. He's got his hand oh, out wow. there, Big Shark. Big Shark's about the, looks like he's going to bite his hand. Does he die? Does he live? Does he die? I'm going to say yes. Yes, he dies. He dies. Yeah, I, I think just because almost every single person dies in that movie. I think. I think was LL Cool J in that one? Didn't he hide in a? Wasn't he a? He did. He had a parrot. In an oven? <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's a chef. He is a parrot. He was. He was in that film. So you, everybody's saying that he lived or he died. Sorry. Yeah. You think he's okay. dead? That is correct. Everybody gets a point for Deep Blue Sea. Do you? Do you? Uh, post the next screenshot of him actually being killed no i don't because oh, okay. it's it's uh it's extremely it's extremely graphic all of the stuff that <laughs> is related to his death uh kind of a trend you'll find uh the next movie we're pulling a classic classic film big franchise mission impossible one oh, we have <laughs> emilio we have jack Harmon, played by emilio estevez in a film uh he's he's in an elevator the elevator gets hacked it's going up He's stuck on top of it. The thing pops out. Does Jack Harmon live? Killed by a guy in Anaconda. That is that is a pull. He dies instantly right there. <laughs> he he dies, dies. It does. He dies like three frames from now. <laughs> he, yeah. he does. It's the three. It's the three. So everybody, that's this point for everybody. Yeah. Three, three, three frame death. Okay. Now we're going to go to the next film on uh, is, he, is He Dead? I like this game. Volume. Volume two, you're a big fan of this game? Yeah. Okay. The next film is Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> this fella's got himself in a real predicament. Oh, Stuck Lord. out there. Uh, my question was so valid. <laughs> the character name is Jesus Christ. And the character, the, the actor name, Ted Neely. Uh, Gavin, go, you go ahead and go. Andrew, was this the part of the show that you said we might have to cut? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. I mean, he, he dies for a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily know how to answer this one. I, oh, I, 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 think, I think it can work both ways. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I think that's okay. I think that's correct. I think you all get points, and, and that is the game. That is the end of round one. <laughs> 
of Is He Dead 2, part two. Oh my God. You mean Guess Who Might Be Dead, part two? Guess Who Might Be Dead, volume two. That's what it was. I can't wait for us to play that again. Man. I wanted to make sure I had games because Jeff brought up that I didn't have a thing, so I want to make sure I had a thing. I was Guess thinking of Dead Volume Two. <laughs> I was thinking of characters who have died and came back to life. Like I was thinking <laughs> in my head of like Rachel Weiss in the second Mummy movie, <laughs> and then you put up Jesus. <laughs> I didn't know how to classify that one. I was I just generally just kind of excited to hear what you guys thought. Oh, um, God. I think it's a great game. <laughs> oh, you really, you, you really knocked it out of the park on that one. I hope the, uh, I hope the religious audience doesn't crucify you for it. <laughs> oh, hey, oh man! I was, I was just I wanted to make sure I had a game. I just wanted to to contribute, make sure. Oh, that tickled me. Eric is live again. Why are you Eric streaming live? again, Eric? What do we got going on now? Oh, Eric just purchased a shirt. Are you fucking serious <laughs> already? So uh, they asked who wanted them, and I said all five of us. Yes. Uh, so we should you should be getting confirmation email shortly. Uh, so we will be getting the face anal passage. <laughs> God damn it. I, That's the greatest thing. I just looked in the merch slack when you said, want to remake this shirt, but make it say anal passage. And Tony just said, is that an official wish? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Official wish. <laughs> uh, wish granted. We got it. <laughs> Oh, I got my confirmation email too. <laughs> we should so all great. have them now. We should all have that shirt very soon. This Wonderful. is what an insane way to come back to this show to have a yeah. merch piece to go up in half an hour. And like, yeah. And, yeah. and by the time people hear this, I don't think they can get it. <laughs> no, it's going to be a weird thing where we could open. This is genuinely a previously on episode. Yeah, everything that yeah. they've listened to is an event that happened prior to that they cannot experience anymore. You know, when I was in London, uh, I had a day where it was a uh, quite a sunny, gorgeous day, and I was walking around Hyde Park and uh, just kind of uh, taking in the 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 greenery, and I, I got quite reflective thinking about the fact that we had just done a hundred episodes of. Face. And I was really nervous about episode 100. Turned out my, my fears were unwarranted. I was just like, anytime I'm like, I'm working on a bit and my attention's a little divided, I never <laughs> know. I, I don't have a good handle on whether it was a good or not. And so I like, I yeah. think I immediately, it was one of those podcasts where I immediately hit up Andrew and Gavin and was like, tell me it was good, <laughs> you know, because I don't know. And then, so I was like wondering if people were going to dig it or not. And, uh, and then I was just thinking about like everything that we've done in a hundred episodes and how it almost felt like a complete bookended story. And then I was thinking, like, what is 100 on one on going to be like? And I really had no idea. I felt like for a while there, I kind of have a handle on things. And then we're, we're kind of entering into uncharted territory. It was like uh, a process to get us to 100. And then you like sit back and you're like, well, I don't know where the fuck we're going with this thing now. Mm. Couldn't have Shuts. guessed any of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anal passage and, and is, is Jesus die. <laughs> Damn, uh, it, it just keeps on. It's as much as it's a surprise to the audience. It is as much so to me as well. I didn't think I would puke one episode after. We, like <laughs> as soon as we finished 100, my immediate thought wasn't I'm going to vomit next episode. That would have been high on my face bingo card. Actually, was you vomiting? Really? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's like the fifth time an episode has ended that way. And it's still great every time. It's the best way to end an episode is with your audible discomfort did you have fun in hyde park yeah dude that place is awesome i like london a lot did you have as much fun as this no <laughs> i didn't remember i'll be honest i don't remember doing that you don't remember the pedal boat in a hyde park <laughs> i guess i how that must have been a million years ago eric brings up a great point of you are wearing two pairs of sunglasses jeff <laughs> yeah there was probably a reason for that oh that's so cute 20, uh, July 2010. Look at us. So much younger. Ah, they weren't running the boats while I was there, but I, w I walked right by that spot, actually. <laughs> uh, where does the time go? Uh, One of us aged well. We're almost at two years. Yeah, I think people figured out that 2037 would be episode 1000. Uh, like, oh, late, Jesus. Late summer, 2037. Or 2037. <laughs> or 2039. Oh, my God. 
Might be twenty. God, I was I was reading the comments on episode one hundred on the on the Roosty site, and somebody mentioned was like, uh, I don't know if I'll be around for episode one thousand because I'm almost seventy now, but uh, I sure hope so. <laughs> what? And I was like, I messaged him, and I'm like, you better fucking be around for episode one thousand. <laughs> like, I'll I'll put some money into keeping you alive. But the idea that we have somebody who's <laughs> listening to the show on purpose, who's almost seventy, just warms my fucking heart. And it just means that we appeal to all ages of degenerate. I love it. You think that's real? I uh, assume so. I don't know. <laughs> Why would somebody lie about their age going that way? I don't know. You have doubt, Gavin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who is the oldest listener. Well, let's get him a shirt and they can buy it. And then we'll know who it is. We should get a shirt that says oldest listener, but only one yeah. person can buy it. Yeah. <laughs> And they have to, if there's, if an older listener comes along, they have to mail it to that person. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Gav, you know, another comment I saw that was pretty interesting. I know we talked about it last episode, but you told what has got to be a, I don't know, top five moment in, in, the, uh, of all time on this show, which was your, uh, bloody peer story in, in Melbourne, Australia. The bloodwind. Mm-hmm. The bloodwind. Yeah. And somebody said, uh, that guy was probably saw you alone on the pier and was probably coming to rob you, and you got extremely <laughs> lucky. Uh, and they they pieced out of there because uh, their their plan was foiled. And I thought, well, I kind of hope that's true. I kind of hope you dodged <laughs> if that I was bullet. about to get mugged at nine in the morning <laughs> yeah. on, the, on yeah. the pier in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. And then listen, a gust of wind saved me from like 10 feet away. <laughs> Divine intervention. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that comment. It's pretty funny. Is there any other... You don't have to say it. Is there any other stories like that that you've been on the fence about telling? Or is that it? Um, I don't know. It's hard to tell which ones I've told on the other podcasts. I mean, yeah, that's, that's probably, fair. Yeah, I have to like try and remember what I've told. I just meant in general. Like, that was a story that you had never told. Like, that was just never been said before. Anywhere. Yeah, I'm probably not sitting on anything as heavy as that one. Yeah, that's what I was curious about. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I, because you, I remember when we started the show, I had like 30, you talking about Jeff, like we're trying to get to a hundred. I think when we started, I had an outline of 30 things that I felt confident I could talk about that could be like okay. maybe be an episode, like 30 episodes. So the premise of us hitting a hundred was definitely for me. Like how the fuck are we going to. Like you just have to not tell a story every two episodes. <laughs> yeah. Or just like, okay, I've got 30. I feel really good about the next 30. <laughs> I don't know what'll come after that. That's why things like the pencil trial at the time were like, oh my God, this is like an episode and this isn't part of the 30. Yeah, it's like a free one. Yeah, like especially for me when I was first starting of of like trying to get comfortability in doing this and having any confidence at all in like telling a story or just just talking in general on on a show like this. It was very much like I have this list of 30. I feel confident about this, but this is ideally gonna last longer than 30 episodes. How are we going to make this work? So those opportunities would come up. I remember one of the first episodes, like we were, we established being terrible at intros and outros very mm-hmm. early on in yeah. the show. I want to say like episode six, I opened, it was a very early episode. I ran there. Episode six, I opened the show with the outro. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I was like, well, we're always bad at this. So we might as well just do it at the beginning. So we at yeah. least have a good outro we could use absolutely terrifying i think that's the first time in the show where i was like i'm gonna do a thing without talking to you guys about it that i don't know it's just like a funny idea in my head did we love it yeah it played well but it was like i was so nervous in doing that like it was so scary (laughs) the premise of like holding the ball or like doing a thing that i hadn't already told a bunch of people and knew would work comedically we've really Um, played with the medium when it comes to intros and outros like you did the outro at the beginning we did the one where you've did the intro at the end of the previous episode or something? We threw the ball. Yeah, we like threw we, the ball. I feel yeah. like we've really innovated in the intro and outro space. There was one of them where Jeff and I, or Jeff's doing the intro, and you're trying to stop him saying that there's already an intro for this one because you've done, <laughs> you've done like the legal trial on your own before we arrived. So it's just you arguing oh, with Jeff for like five minutes. Yeah. I'd, we've done some great things. I've I've swayed back and forth on the importance of intros and outros. I feel like we're better at them now. I think so. I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's sort of just a standard intro, standard outro. Eric, you don't think we're better? No, I don't think I don't think there's been any improvement whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard. 
hard indignation. Yeah, you could go back and listen to the beginning of this podcast and probably feel about the same as what they are now. I I don't I played with the medium. What are you talking about? <laughs> A little bit nonlinear. How of intros and outros? <laughs> I feel like we've we've done some things that uh like you're trying to start the podcast in media rest like what are you talking about like what played with the we've done great <laughs> things and innovated out of we control have. this is outrageous I think we got this some of the outrageous. most advanced intros advanced <laughs> <laughs> no we've not got bog standard intros right mainly thanks to Andrew I think that's undeniable that would be the issue <laughs> <laughs> right, what you said and what I said are the same thing. Oh yeah, oh, I think yeah. I moved quite a bit. I don't fight the intro anymore. I, I no longer do that. There's a period of time which I thought the intro was completely unnecessary. Why? I still, well, okay. I think with this show specifically, oh, you have zero context for anything that ever happens. Like we don't, we don't set up. It's I not like disagree. a singular. Are we in season one again? Is it possible <laughs> to go from season four to season one? <laughs> Then we'll be really playing with a mediums, medium of seasons. <laughs> We're regressing. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, my God. Eric, did you fix the site, by the way, to display our... Oh, yeah, fucking right. I, dude, <laughs> do you, like, the amount of work? Oh, this is insane. All you gotta do is just file them into different seasons. We should just pay a kid to fix the whole thing in, like, 72 hours. Like, I'll is do that it. Give me, give me permission to organize... Face into seasons on our site, and I'll do it. Yeah, go for it. You, you have got permission. It. okay. Permission. Hey, permission granted. I, don't I did mean the sign verbal of the cross. permission. I, mean, I did the me sign the cross. Congratulations, you're I mean, now literal site eligible to go on in <laughs> and fix some stuff. Go nuts, buddy. God bless. It's like it's like giving a child a toy car wheel and telling him he's driving is what just happened. Go have fun. Yeah, do some laps. I'll be here. <laughs> he gave me verbal permission. Thanks, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> God damn. Uh. Hey, uh, by the way, Andrew, we haven't talked about it, but how... I, oh, time to give the dog his pill. Uh, <laughs> how are you uh, enjoying this season of Survivor? I keep meaning to ask you. Yeah, it's been great, I think, overall. Uh, like a few hit or miss episodes, uh, but I think generally speaking, it's been a really good season. It's a huge improvement on season 41. I feel like they took every new mechanic and tweaked it and improved it. Well, they filmed them both at the same time. So, like, I well, just back think, like, back, it yeah. has, yeah, like, the cat. I don't understand. So, they have the shot in the dark mechanic. And one of the more recent episodes, Jeff Probst is like, we've changed it from a 1 and 6 to a 2 and 12. And I was like, well, what's the point? I don't understand why you've done yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't quite it's the understand same odds. that either. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get why they, they flipped that. What I'm excited about, take it back to where we started. They are now like CBS is doing a version of the challenge that is like a team of survivor contestants, a team of Big Brother, a team of the challenge. Like it's a, a show where it's like different groups, like clearly defined. Jonathan, who's on this season of Survivor, is 100 percent going to be on the challenge. And I cannot wait to see that. He'll be oh, really? so great on that show. It's just it's like such a perfect fit for him. I don't know why he wouldn't. And I don't know why they wouldn't ask him. The guy's a beast are you watching this season gav are you finally catching up yeah and i'm pretty sure that he said that because there's two tribes before wasn't there so they would have had to have been a one in six chance but now everyone's merged so it's like a two and he's saying that the see. odds are the same but there's mm. there's more yeah i uh, guess we've never shit. seen a scenario where like five people have attempted the shot in the dark at the same time yeah he's gotta be the most physically dominant uh, contestant in the history of Survivor, right? I mean, like, Ozzy was was there? really good. Yeah, he does entire tribe challenges on his own. He was, like, throwing people. Yeah. Like, he just does everything himself <laughs> and wins. It's like everyone else is irrelevant. He did that one challenge in the water where they just had to shut the challenge down. He was, like, he did it by himself, and then nope, everybody else <laughs> yeah. was drowning. Yeah. And then there was that one just recently where the other team had, like, four balls in the hoop, and his team had none, so he just climbed out of the water and <laughs> threw five balls in, and it was over. That episode where he and Mike are, like, having that... I don't know. If we, I feel like maybe we even talked about this already, but oh. having that conversation, they're bonding over how hard it is to have muscles. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm so glad you brought that up. One of, I think, the funniest things in Survivor ever has been this season that Mike keeps putting himself in the same category as Jonathan. Yeah. I love it. And he always yeah. does it. He's like, yeah, they always target the big guys like Jonathan and I. And it's like, you are not, you're in a different league. I really liked the guy who went home 
but he was he was like kept dropping shit and losing shit and he like dropped Mike's <laughs> idol on the floor. I was like, you never gave it to me. I gave it back to you. It was just on the floor in the open. <laughs> My favorite challenge thing, like as far as dominant people on the show goes, there's this guy named James who was in a bunch of seasons who had the fantastic job as Gravedigger and he was just jacked. And they had this challenge where you're in the water and the idea was you had two poles and you'd have two people in the water hold the poles and the person would step on one and then move to the other. And the person with the pole, like they just keep moving. So you'd go like one step at a time. Yeah. One person held you up. James was so strong that he could just carry the person the whole way. So like somebody <laughs> would hop on the pole and then he'd lift it and he'd just walk across to the other side and they'd hop off as opposed to the other team having to do it properly. So they like never did that challenge again or they tweaked it. I think they changed it in some way because he just he, he broke it. They didn't expect anybody being so strong and they just finished <laughs> it immediately. It's a great season. Yeah, it's fun to watch. We're a reality TV show <sighs> podcast. Oh, is that we the are. new phase we are? We're a reality TV show. I guess we kind of always flirt <laughs> with it, but yeah. Well, we're above. We, I guess we're we're. I think we're done with Bovril. Yeah, unless Andrew wants to try a hot Bovril. I I will try it next time. All right. We uh, I feel like we extracted more joy out of Bovril than uh, probably the collective uh population of Earth using it as actual sustenance. You might be right. Bovril should pay us. Yeah, Andrew, have you been in contact with Bovril? I have not been in contact with Bovril. Should yeah. I be in contact with Bovril? Well, maybe get something going. I don't know if uh, what I've done with the Bovril product. Is <laughs> oh my god! I just had a great idea. Okay. I just had a great idea. Great idea. Think about this. A for shirt fall. that says Bovril Drinker. No, 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 no. We're not. I'm just not some shitty merchandise okay. to sell people. Here's an idea. <laughs> what did we used to be? We used to be an Apple podcast, right? For a yep. time, and we we flirt with apples occasionally. We're obviously we're, we're medium uh, Cosmic Crisp fans. Uh, what do people like to do in the fall with apples? Cider. They like to bob for apples. Oh. What if mm. you have bovreling for apples? You get like <laughs> a big drum. Apples? You fill it with you. You fill it with bovril, oh, and you God. have to bob for apples. No, you have to put your arms behind your head and dunk your head into to bovril and pull out an apple. Bobbing Dude. for apples. Bobbing Bonnell. for apples. That's an experience at RTX. It doesn't matter that there's you know, COVID <laughs> oh, or no. whatever. Everyone can be yeah. bobbing for apples in the same juice. This, I don't want to go to someone else's bob. We have got to, at some point in our collective future, bob for apples. Bovril might have some antiseptic properties that we don't know about. That's oh. true. I, I would bob for apples. I think you and you I, Jeff, to. could make a, a supplemental where we bob for apples. I think that's a great idea. You also, speaking of supplementals, uh, you also need to make a Gavin's uh, Italian pizza at my in my uh, my fucking backyard. Yeah, I've got to clear out the spiders and scorpions and that. Yeah, we can do that. Oh man! Speaking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got excited. You brought up Cosmic Chris. I have one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wash away. Yeah, I'm we all do. Everybody's got one in their fucking fridge right now, right? We're waiting a year to eat them. Well, yeah, I do, but I mean, like, I've had one that I can eat now. I bought Cosmic Crisps over the weekend. I'll be honest, I forgot to put mine in in the fridge. <sighs> God damn it! I might just need half of yours, Jeff. Yeah, that's fine. You can have half of mine. <laughs> I doubt. I doubt I'll get through it one year from now. When do? When are we supposed to do that? I wrote the date on my in a year. Apple, so I'll have to. Yeah. yeah well, I, uh, fucking obviously, I know. <laughs> I meant what date? All right, hold up. Let me go check my. Let me go check my apple, and I'll tell you. I'll be right back. Thank Andrew, you. when does the redemption year end? Um, <laughs> you're cool, right? Did you just take a bite of an apple? Yeah, I did. I yeah, you didn't hear him. He's clearing his palate with a. I well, I didn't think he was actually doing it, and then you asked him a question, and I heard the biggest like horse style chomp. I take horse bites. <laughs> I love apples. What can I say? <laughs> I'm trying to get the beef out of my mouth, Eric. So beefy in here. <laughs> None of the what? beef is what lingered, not all the salad so, cream. What was the pop that that you didn't have? Or yeah, like, what was the one pop? Coke. Uh, the Coca Cola. Oh, that's one. sad. But now you can have. Mm -hmm. You can enjoy that one. You know. I I don't. I'm done with popsicles for a while. <laughs> oh, it ruined popsicle. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it absolutely oh. ruined popsicles for a little bit. I got some good news and some bad news. Oh, uh -oh. No. December December 9th, 2022 is the date we need to do it. Oh, that. Uh, <laughs> okay. I picked out. I have my, my I have a Ziploc bag with my apple in it, and that says in Sharpie, "Do not open until December 9th, 2022." Uh, however, <laughs> when I picked that up out of the back of my fridge, 
the apple sort of collapsed in on itself, and it is a big, <laughs> mushy, crab apple looking mess. We are oh, going no. to get very, very sick when we eat what this. What happened? You tra- Was it not I, uh, clean when it went in? It was clean and sealed. Jeff has a fucked up fridge. I do have a fucked up fridge. We need to talk about the... Why do we trust him? What's your apple's condition, Andrew? Uh, my apple's condition? Uh, let me... What's in the fridge downstairs? Oh, you don't like changing floors. You want me to go run and see? Yeah, run, what do you run and see? I'll check, I'll go check, I'll go check. It is so mushy. I like this because it's, it's sort of the halfway point. Yeah, that doesn't bode well. Maybe when I get the new fridge in 17 years, I can put another one in and try it, try it again. <laughs> oh my God, it looks heinous. Did you place the order for a new fridge? Yeah, I talked about it on the podcast, didn't I? Yeah, I just don't remember if you pulled the trigger on it or not. Oh, I pulled the fucking trigger. That's why I uh, get it next, fe- <laughs> next, next February. Oh, Nick's got a, yeah, just in time for episode 1,000. Maybe we should have a bit of food that we keep for episode 1,000. Like, do you, do you have any food that you would want to buy now and eat in 17 and a half years? Yeah, I'm sure I do. Like a tin of beans or something? Probably keep. What if we, oh, what if we bury, what if we do a, what if we do like a 10-year bean <laughs> hole? <laughs> be like biohazard. <laughs> Put signs on it. So I have a confession to make. Oh, God. Oh. I have, I have some good news and I have some bad news. <laughs> so, during <laughs> during the time in which, uh, remember how I said I had that stretch for like a month and a half where I really, my I injured my ankle really badly? Yeah, you were in bed for like a month. Yeah, so one of those times uh, during that stretch, I was really hungry and I didn't feel like, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't feel like, I was both hungry and thirsty and no. I thought, and I thought I can't go get food, and I'm I don't want to. Walking to the sink is difficult. Like even that is painful. I took the cosmic crisp for that we were holding on for a year, <laughs> and I ate it. I ate it that evening under the plan of I will immediately buy another and then just replace it, and it will be the same. You can't be trusted to do anything. I I have not been able to find cosmic crisps until Sunday, when I bought the Bovril. So the bag of Cosmic Crisps I have are for the next iteration of the one-year wait. So even after Jeff's description of his apple, yours is in worse condition. Uh, mine is, yes. yes, it is, it is <laughs> It's in like much Canadian worse. sewer. It is somewhere, it is long gone. Um, so out of the three of us, I'm the only one who can follow fucking directions. <laughs> well, I well. followed the directions. I just got thirsty and it was very late. Well, and yours fell apart, Jeff, so we got nothing. It's still in the bag, and it's still—it's just mushy. It's still an apple. We're still gonna eat it. Yeah, you, we'll keep yours in, and I'm throwing mine in. I'm throwing I'm mine in right I will now. Not touch it. You two motherfuckers just hard, hard salad creamed our apple experiment. No, both of you. Both I think of Andrew you. salad creamed it because he deliberately ate it. And what did you do? Wait, what, By you never... didn't even start step one. I think you're much worse than I. Mine was originally on my desk at work, and then I was like, "Oh, I never put it in the fridge. Went to get it. It's gone." I, I, did you take it? Did someone take it? No. I, I, I never put it in. I, I even stopped myself. I think I told the story. I stopped myself from supergluing it to your desk because I was in the True. process of doing it, and then I thought, "Oh, he might need this, and I don't want to ruin a cosmic crisp." So I treated it with respect, much like the competition. All right. Well, I can start at the same time as Andrew. Yeah. Well, we'll have three different iterations. You got the one-year apple, and we'll have the whatever, seven months or whatever it is. Well, let's be fair. Jeff has to put his in again anyway. No, we'll just eat what's left of what, what, what. I mean, it might be apple soup by then, but we'll eat it. Nick has a good point. Salad creaming involves an action. Gavin didn't get that far with the apple. I didn't, so no, I, I, I was pre-cream. I don't want to talk pre-cream right now. My <laughs> stomach is in a, it's in a bad way. Why is my doorbell ringing? Andrew, you didn't send me anything, did you? I didn't oh, send you. <laughs> Henry's pissed. Eric says that's the wrap-up bell. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I think uh, I should get credit for confessing to my crimes. Yeah, it was very honest of you. And I think uh, you would have continued lying to us for the next eight months had we not brought it up. It was a very... When you asked me to check the status of my apple, there was a little bit of a, a panic. I like that you went anyway. No, I leaned back in my chair oh. and I just kept eating the apple I was eating. And then I almost choked on it. I almost started coughing so wait, though, from it. Was it in your bedroom fridge? It was, yeah. It's okay. in my bar mm. fridge. Because when you said you were going to go downstairs and check, I was like, well, how did he get to it then? That was the thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it was, that was all. I left it in there. But this one I will not touch. It's a promise. What if you wreck your ankle again? 
uh, that I will die. I will die of thirst <laughs> before I touch that cosmic crisp. I like that you went for the apple for the for the liquid in it. <laughs> That's why I went because they're so fucking juicy. I was thirsty. I was more as <laughs> thirsty than hungry, and I didn't I didn't have anything to drink. So we'll we'll do this experiment again and just hope that for the span of 365 days. Andrew doesn't get slightly inconvenienced or thirsty at any point. No, it was, like, let's be fair. I was, I couldn't walk. I was in a Let's be fair. That describes half of your year. No, this was a different thing. I was, this was different. Dude, you, you almost, you almost ended up bedridden again because you got too excited to stand up to get in line last week. No, 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 I didn't. I was fine. Like, that was, there was no issue. That was just a tweet. This was a different, that was just a different thing. Eric wants the podcast to be over. There needs to be, yeah, I agree. But there needs to be some fucking ramifications for people going forward who salad cream this Apple experiment. Accountability. Nick is right. I feel like I was very accountable. I would argue I was the most accountable here. You cost us five months of an experiment because no. you were thirsty for apples. What no. about what about this? I'll I'll put mine in now and I'll leave it two years. It's Ooh. not supposed to be good for two years. It's only supposed to be good for a year. I'll leave it well, for it a year. Well, it doesn't sound like it's good for a year anyway. <laughs> yeah, <it doesn't laughs> not, in my, not in my whack-ass <laughs> fridge, that's for sure. I like you're coming at us for fucking screwing up the experiment. <laughs> no, and no, you've had a you. faulty fridge. I got, a fucking, had- I got an apple in a fridge right now that's been there since December 9th of last year. So I can put it in any fridge. Do I need to plug the fridge in? You have a broken fridge. There have been three different levels of effort, and the result is the same for everyone. There's no <laughs> apple to eat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got an apple we're going to eat. We're just going to die eating it. You're going to eat a, bu- a bag of mush? It's already, it's we, already collapsed and exposed we itself. We are going to eat a bag of mush. We, you and I, together. You already said so before you knew it was gross. You've already agreed. Uh, maybe you can put it in the next bean hole. It's like, I don't know, we'll do like an apple dish. Maybe Maybe we'll bob for no, mush. that's interesting. Bob for mush. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, we'll throw it in with the bobbing for Apple, and if you get that one, you lose in a lot of ways. <laughs> oh, all right. Bye. Well, uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk to you next time. Tell people or don't. Listen again, maybe. Uh, buy some shit or don't. Whatever. Uh, I'm putting the same amount of effort into the outro that Andrew put into the... Well, I rather, I should say, that Gavin put into the <laughs> Apple contest. So... <laughs> See you I next week, or we outro. won't, or who know, Who gives a we'll fuck? Here. I don't know. We'll be I here, do. probably. <laughs> Maybe we won't. I don't know. I hope tune, so. Tune in to find out, or don't tune in to find out. We'll never know. Bye. You're really playing with the <laughs> medium there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, regular fan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. Do you know Jeff co-stars in another podcast about theme parks? Gavin tells everyone about his favorite podcast called Annual Pass. Pan talks about how roller coasters are better than bagels. Jeff discovers G-forces. The boys decide that Annual Pass is a much better podcast to listen to than Face. Annual Pass releases every Thursday anywhere you get your podcasts. And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of Annual Pass.